Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on this edition. I am so grateful to have you as a listener and I appreciate your part if you are part of the Kid Ministry Collective community on our Facebook group. Thanks so much for being a part of our group. I pray that in 2021 you'll be even more active in sharing resources and ideas and asking questions and engaging with others because together we are better and we have so much to accomplish in 2021. I'm super excited to share this episode with you. God laid some stuff on my heart this morning, and I wanted to get on the podcast and share that for to this episode. So hope you'll allow me a few minutes of your time to share some things that I think are on your heart. I've entitled this episode, Stop Playing With Matches. Now you may wonder, why is he playing with matches? Well, I'm, I'm not a pyromaniac, but I do want to light a fire under you, and I do want to encourage your heart, and I want to help you with some things that I think God has put on my heart as something that I think maybe some of you are struggling with today. So I know this is going to be for someone out there. I pray it's a blessing to all of you. Before we dive in, I just want to say a word about KMC coaching. If you haven't thought about getting a coach, I want to encourage you that maybe this is the year where you set aside some funds so that you can grow yourself as a leader. I know for me, I waited too long. I made too many excuses in my own mind that I couldn't afford it. I wasn't sure about it. I was scared. I want to invite you to start a conversation. Take one step forward and schedule a call with me for about 30 minutes and let's talk about how KMC coaching can work for you, how it can fit into your budget, and how it can help you grow your leadership. I know that it can help. I've helped a lot of leaders over in 2020 and I want to help more in 2021. So you can go to kmccoach.net and there's a place where you can schedule a call and I would love to talk to you about the coaching opportunities because I truly believe a coach will help you go further faster and help lead more to reach more. So let's make 2021 an amazing year of growth for you. Now, Like I said, this episode is entitled Stop Playing With Matches. Why would I say that? Well, because I believe that we are at a point now with everything that's going on in our world that it's more important than ever that we have focus. So let me ask you, where's your focus at right now? Are you worried about all the world events and all the political chaos? Are you mourning 2020 and all the things you lost and changed during that time? What's on your focus? What are you thinking about? What's taking your time and your emotional energy? Is it on the right thing? Maybe you need to finally come to a place where you can stop the focus on past or maybe it's overtly negative. Maybe it's time for you to stop and lay that at the feet of Jesus. It's time to say, God, I'm I'm going to stop mourning. I'm going to stop focusing on what I don't have and what I've lost or what has kept me stuck. And I'm going to push through this. And I'm going to move forward. See, it's like if we have this box of matches and we just take the match out and we play around with it, but we don't ever strike it. What good is a match? You know, matches have a purpose. They light things. They ignite things. But you have to strike the match to make it burn. And for some of us, we've been playing with the matchbox. We've been thinking about striking a match. We've had this dream on our heart, but but, but fear creeps in and doubt creeps in and lack of, of resources creeps in and that fear fear and and just, well, can we even accomplish it? Let me encourage you, light the match. 
strike it. Put your focus back in the Word of God and believe what He says and believe what He can do for you in your ministry in 2021. I am praying for greater things. I am praying for us to be resilient and focused as a, as a community of children's ministry leaders. I want to see God move in greater ways, and I believe even in spite of all the chaos, the God of the chaos who silences the chaos can bring order and peace in your life. You've got to strike the match, and you've got to get that focus burning inside of you to realize I need to focus on what I have and not what I have, haven't. I want to encourage you to take a good look at God's Word. And I was doing my devotions, and one of the things that struck me as I was reading in John chapter 2 about Jesus' first miracle. These are amazing stories that we all know and we've taught before, but I wonder if you've really thought about it a lot. You know, I have a curiosity that I've been asking God to grow even more because I kind of let my curiosity die for a while. I got so wrapped up in the world and all the problems of it that I kind of lost my dreams and I lost my curiosity. I've been asking God to show me that again, to renew that spirit in me, to strike that match and start burning it. And 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 so as I started looking at John chapter 2, I started realizing that, that this was that wedding feast in Canaan. And uh, Jesus's mom was there, the disciples were there. And, and so they're having this big party. And of course, the scripture says that, that Jesus came to, or his mother came to Jesus and said, hey, there's there's no more good wine. What's What's going on? And Jesus was like, why are you bothering me with this? It's not my time yet. But what was interesting is, is his mother, was like, hey, fellas, to the servants on the side of the room, standing there watching and, and being prepared to jump in when there's a need, she just basically said to them, do whatever he tells you. Follow whatever instructions he gives you. Because she had a confidence that Jesus was going to take care of things. Do you have that curiosity and confidence that Jesus has got this? He's got 2021 in his hand. He knows exactly what's coming. He knows what you can do through him to reach your community. You see, you don't have to be fearful. You just have to be ready to jump in and do whatever he tells you to do. Strike that match and light the fire. <laughs> Get out there and share the gospel. Reach the community in creative ways. We know the rest of the story is, is that there were six stone jars there, big jars, that were used really to hold water for the to clean people as they came in to wash their feet wash their hands and they were each you know holding approximately like 30 gallons and I love my mentor Jim Weidman it made me think of the story so I grabbed I grabbed his book called Stretch which is a book I, I try to read every year and he talks about this story too and that's what recalled my in my memory and so I pulled out his book and I love how Jim says this and so I'm going to read a little bit from it it says it says being a detailed guy I had to know what this really meant when he was, was told to grab the water jugs. And he, he had to figure it out. And so here's what he did. He said, I figure that water weighs about 8.33 pounds per gallon, which means that each stone jar held 167 to 250 pounds of water. Jim's a really smart guy. I would never even thought about figuring that out. But do you realize what kind of work that would have taken to carry? It probably took two people per jar to carry these things up the steps or wherever they had to go. It was no small task to do. It took a lot of work. I'm sure they worked up a sweat. It was hard. It was painful. It was awkward. It was inconvenient. Sound like what we're doing today? 
having to restructure and figure out who's coming if you're meeting in person again who who how many volunteers do you have who's going to show up how many kids will actually arrive in your facility will will you be open next week versus a few weeks from now i mean there's so many unanswered questions and we can get so wrapped up in this thing weighs so much how do i do it but you notice the scriptures say these guys just did what they were told to do they did the work they carried those things you know it wasn't easy because they would have had to go to wherever the central water system was, load that those jugs up, carry them all the way back to the wedding feast, carry them into the room and get them going. Jesus set this up in such a way to show us that, you know what? We're going to have a lot of work to do. As the days get harder and longer, we're going to have a lot of work to do, folks. But it's worth it. Every soul that comes to Jesus Christ is worth it. And I want to encourage you, don't get discouraged in doing the heavy work. I know it's tiring and it can be discouraging and it can be so draining, but at times you have to keep your eye on the greater curiosity of what's God going to do with my work? The labor that I give him of my hands, what is he going to do with it? And let me tell you, what you're doing now will ripple into eternity. It is changing lives. For every child, whether you have only three kids or 1,300 kids, it doesn't matter. Every soul is valuable to the kingdom and to the king. So let me encourage you to be thinking about what do you have to do to do the work to get ready for the miracle? Are you willing to go wherever it takes and do whatever it takes to see God do amazing things with your little? You know, we're going to have to dig in deep. It may mean for some of us recruiting a whole brand new team because some of our team can't come back because of COVID or won't come back because of COVID or won't come back because they've changed churches. We've seen that painful truth happen all the time now where people are moving from church to church during this season. Your church could look a whole lot different when you come back if you're not already back together already. So it could mean recruiting a new team. It could mean ending our, our current programs and stopping some of the things that we're doing. It could mean starting whole brand new programs from scratch. You may have to change your routine and how you do things. Most of us already have changed dramatically. Maybe you need to learn some more new things. There's some things that you need to gather and skill sets you need to keep yourself going or to take care of your family. I encourage every leader nowadays to have a way to protect your family and, and, and take care of them should the need arise. That was something I learned the hard way when I lost one of my positions. It got cut, and I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't have a lot of extra skill sets, so I had to start learning some new trades, some new jobs, so that I could take care of my family and provide for them when they needed it. Maybe that's something you have to learn, but on the ministry side, maybe there's some new things you need to do, learn or teach your team to do. Maybe it's creating a whole new plan or structure for your systems. Systems will work great if they're in the right context. But maybe you need to relook at your systems and figure out, are these still appropriate for the day and age we're living in? The new now, as I like to say. So what do we do? Well, we have to take a look at our jars. How big are they? How much will they hold? How far is it to the, the water center? How far is it back? How heavy will these things be when we fill them in? How will we carry them? How many people do we need? What will we do when we get the water back? <laughs> you can just imagine the discussions that those servants must have had, but they went to work and they did it. And John said that when they got back, Jesus went to work and he told those servants, take some of that water out and give it to the master of the banquet. And they did it. And that's when the master of the banquet tasted it and realized that it was the best wine. Now, the only people that knew that that was water before were the servants. Can you imagine the amazement 
when they handed that ladle to the to the head man, knowing that he was scooping water and to see his face go, wow, this is the best wine. Why did they hold this for the end? Yeah, they saw the miracle. Just like you and I can potentially see the amazing work of God when we are willing to say, I'm going to go get the water. I'm going to carry it back. I'm going to get it ready and I'm going to serve it up. Because I know my God is able to do amazing things. Yeah. So what do we have to do? Well, we need to take inventory. We need to know what we have and what we don't have. Not so that we can sit there and spin our wheels over it and mourn over it and cry over what we don't have. No. Take inventory and have a realistic view and then create great expectations for what God will do with whatever you have. Take that inventory and then create a plan. How are you going to execute the coming days? What's ahead of you? Maybe there's big events that you're still thinking about. Maybe we need to modify events. Maybe we need to stop the events. Whatever it is, you create that plan and then test it. Consider the options. Well, what if? What if this happened? What if that happened? If if the conditions change, what will we do? How will we how will we make it an adaptive? What will we do if we can't do it at all? What's our plan B and our plan Z? So we test it. And then we evaluate, will it work? How will it work at its best? What will make the greatest impact for the kingdom? And then we readjust. We tweak. We get ready to run the plan. Let me tell you, the best thing that you can do is take your plans and give them over to the Father. And say, here, Father, these are yours. Do with what you have, with what you will, in your way. We're going to stop playing with the matches and we're going to light them. We're going to watch what you do in an amazing way. I want to encourage you in 2021 to start dreaming again in a big way. I want you to start remembering joy of your calling, the passion of your heart, and why you got it into ministry and I want you to light a match that will start the fire that will burn spiritually around your community. Find new ways to love and to serve the people around you who are hurting and who are lost and looking for hope in the hopelessness. I truly believe we have the opportunity before Jesus returns to see another revival happen in our country. I'm praying for it. I'm believing God for it. I hope you'll join me in that. As we get back to the basics in the, in 2020, that's going to be our theme around the Kid Ministry Collective is how do we help our kids become resilient disciples, meaning we've got to be sharing the gospel more. We've got to then get them into the word, teach them to pray, teach them to share their faith. We want them to know how to use their faith in today's culture so that culture doesn't define their faith, but their faith defines their culture. It makes an impact on it. So, What's your vision? What's your dream? What's your plan? What's your strategy? How are you going to light the match? How are you going to start the fire? Together, as a community, if we bond together in unity, we can see God do great things. And I'm excited for 2021. I truly believe we can see God do amazing things. So that's what's been on my heart. It's time to fill the jugs, light the match, all those crazy analogies to say, As a community of kid ministry leaders, let's get busy. Let's dig in and do the hard labor so that we can watch the miracle take place in front of us. Again, if you get stuck, you need help, you're discouraged and worn out, I pray that you will reach out. Don't keep going it alone. Don't think that you can't afford a coach because you can. KMC Coaching will work with you however we can. We don't give away our coaching completely free because we truly believe that what you invest in, you'll get the most out of. And I believe that's biblical. We have to keep doing that. Plus, if we don't charge something, we'll, we can't stay and do what we want to do. But I will also say that, again, don't let finances stop you. Don't let your preconceived ideas about coaching stop you. Don't let your fears stop you. Dive in on something new this year. 
trust me, it'll be worth it. I'm not the right fit for you. I definitely will find you a coach. It will be. I've got some great friends who are solid, trained coaches who've been coached themselves and know what real coaching is, and they would be glad to help you too. I'd also like to tell you that if you're tired and you're hurting and you're feeling burned out, check out restoringleaders.org. We've got some retreats that we're going to be launching in 2021, looking at late February and March for some retreats that will put you down in, in Florida, in that area where it's a little warmer for those of us that live in the north. These gatherings are our three-night, four-day times to unplug, rest, recuperate, to connect with others. They're not overly programmed. It is not a conference. These are retreats. These are designed to focused soul care on your heart, your soul, and your mind. There will be some teaching. There will be some encouragement. There will be some coaching and counseling. But more importantly, there's going to be time for you and your Savior to sit and reflect, to heal, to renew, and to restore. So check it out if that's for you. We'll be talking more about that soon. In fact, again, I'll remind you if you haven't heard already, there's going to be a brand new podcast coming out from the KMC, and it's called the Restoring Leaders Podcast. It's going to be a short podcast that will focus solely on soul care and renewal and mental health issues for leaders and how you can stay healthy for the long haul in ministry. So thanks for listening. I wanted this to be a short podcast. I hope it will help your, your week. I hope it will kick off your 2021 in a good way. And I hope that I will see lots of stories popping up in the KMC group about what God is doing. Please share your stories. Share what God is doing. Let us know so we can celebrate as a community when kids come to Christ and they take their next steps in baptism and discipleship. We want to know. We want to know how you're growing, where you're stuck, so that we can help you. So together, let's make our community stronger. Let's continue to share ideas, ask questions, and encourage each other along. Let's carry the jugs together. Let's do the work together so that we can see greater things in 2021. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been an encouragement for you. My name's Tom Bump. I'm your host. I'm also your friend. I'm here to serve you in whatever way I can. So if you need something, please reach out. God bless you. Thanks for listening and joining me on this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.